Hey everyone, Yate. This is Kelvin. This is episode 31 of Resmodel Podcasts. On this episode, I talk with Vincent, who's drummer of the Phobophilic. Phobophilic are a death metal band from Fargo, North Dakota. I reached out to the band and I actually recently saw them play live in Albuquerque, New Mexico. On last week's podcast, I talked about that show. So check it out if you haven't. So uh, Vincent and Phobophilic just finished a tour with Gate Creeper. So we talk about that tour experience. We also talk about uh, death metal shirts, how they joined Prosthetic Records, recording their new album, and what we can expect to hear. Also, we just bond over our love of uh, death metal music and new stuff we've been jamming and what other people should check out. Apologies for the poor audio on my end. I was battling some poor Wi-Fi signal during the interview. Um, but yeah, I'm going to play a short clip of Phobophilic and then play the interview. So check it out. Where you uh where you at now uh, i live in fargo north sweet yeah i'm in fort defiance arizona it's it's uh off of the like the main interstate and then you have to drive like another 45 minutes north of the interstate so yeah um, sweet okay yeah but uh yeah i lived in north dakota for about four years oh really okay yeah I, I, but not in fargo though it was grand forks and then bismarck sure yeah yeah those those places are all right i've been there before yeah i know definitely there's not a whole lot uh, as far as like uh diversity or you know right well this no. one, i guess yeah for sure yeah um it's a little lacking but yeah. yeah i remember every single country artist though would stop at grand forks at the what's it called the um, the hockey stadium. Um, oh, is it um, Ralph Ralph Engelstein Arena? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I remember cool. just like like every so often, every country artist would would. Uh, would... Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, like, congrats on that uh tour with Gate Creeper. How long have you guys been oh. back now? Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, um, we just got back. Uh like late on the 30th so just uh monday just two days ago nice. um yeah 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 it's super cool we haven't done anything like that in a long time <laughs> yeah so it felt good yeah i i was at the albuquerque show i uh made the drive awesome, out man yeah we we listened to your podcast episode as we uh i saw you post it and we were driving home and all listened to it and we were all like, Oh no way. This is so crazy. And like, it was cool. Cause listening to it, you were like naming the songs and you nailed it. Like, it's just, it was cool to hear somebody like see our show and be like, Oh yeah, that's the song they're playing. And you were right. So that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, 
I don't know. I have a, a habit of like taking my phone and recording the audio. I'll just record it for myself and then just listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was doing. I was just like recording the audio. I think I recorded just those two songs. Um, and then one on one of the gate creeper songs, but cool. Yeah. I, I feel like I was happy to hear it. No, it, it didn't sound too bad. So I was glad <laughs> that the audience perspective wasn't, wasn't too bad. And coming from a phone is, it was pretty solid. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Was it you guys first time like in that area, like the Southwest area? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, we've only really like, yeah, we've only really done like little runs in the Midwest and yeah, I don't think any of us have been to New Mexico before. So that was a real treat. Albuquerque was beautiful. Like just driving out there was so cool. And yeah, I never been out there. So we didn't really know what to expect or like if people would like us or how it would go. Yeah. But, uh, how did you guys get, get on that tour with uh, gate creeper? Yeah, for sure. So, uh, oddly enough, um, we just, we just got an email from the guy, like, I can't remember his name, but basically like their booking agent being like, Hey, would you guys be interested in doing this run of shows? Gate creeper, it starts in New Mexico. And we kind of weren't sure if it was real. Like we were like, is this a prank? Like, but obviously we said, yes, we were like, hell yeah. We jumped at the chance and, uh, we're super stoked about it. And it ended up not being a prank, thankfully, which now that it's over, I can finally believe is true. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, um, like, I don't know. I'm guessing like, uh, all the shows were memorable in their own way, but was there any particular show that stood out? Absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, honestly, the first night, maybe I'd probably say the first and the last night, um, first night being it was our first show back since like i want to say other than doing the live stream we hadn't played live since like late 2019 so yeah it was just surreal to play a show again to a room full of people um that one was super cool too because i have never seen gate creeper i'm familiar with their music and i am like a fan of their music but it was cool to see them perform live because it varies as much and i should say it's very much music that is just even more powerful live it's just so cool to see and the last day was really cool because we just know a lot of people in milwaukee so it was fun to like hang out with a bunch of friends and kind of just party with them. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I've, I've seen gig Keeper, I don't know how many times, but yeah, every time I see him, like the crowd reaction is just like more and more energetic and more and more like, yeah. like violent too. Like people are just like yeah. killing, killing each other out there. Yeah. They put on a hell of a show. They're, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I dig them. I mean, especially just being from Arizona. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Cause like that makes whole, sense. Yeah. Not a whole lot of like Arizona bands get like recognized like that nationally. Yeah. Uh, I can't even think of the last Arizona band that like 
was like a like a national like you know like big like metal act seriously yeah i have no i have no clue it's, it's yeah. sick yeah but um but no that's cool man i'm really glad you guys got all like your your shows in and you guys made it back um hey thank you so much yeah did you get a chance to check out the local openers yeah uh street tombs was i believe they said they're from santa fe um that band was great it was super fun i'm usually not into like kind of thrashy music but i i had a great time listening to that it was good yeah yeah they're good really yeah yeah um uh, yeah, I tried to find the local openers for the other stops, but I couldn't really find them. But um, were they oh, like yeah, death metal sure. or were they like punk or? So, yeah, I mean, it was kind of a mix. So the, the second night uh, in Denver, I'm glad I got a chance to watch all of the openers. And I never really understood, like, back in the day, I would always get excited when bands come to town because we'd be like, oh, maybe they'll see us play. And then when they didn't, I was like, ah, shoot, why, why couldn't they catch us? But now like doing a tour and being like, oh, I, I don't have a lot of time to actually like check out the scene here. Like I got to warm up and shit. Um, but it, it was nice to take some time and check them all out. Denver was uh, grief ritual was a, it's kind of like a, like a noisy, like, I want to say like really hard rock kind of chaotic. Like you could think maybe like a, like a slower converge kind of style. Uh, and it was really good. It was cool. Uh, what was in, in Omaha? I'm forgetting the name of it. Uh, but it was more kind of like techy, like very fast, um, I don't know a lot of, I don't know a lot about that side of death metal, but respect it. It's, it's not really into, but yeah, I can't remember what they were called, but it was very good. It was very fast. And just like, I was impressed because the drummer was blasting really fast, but his like stick height was still really good. Like he was still playing loud and fast. And that's something I kind of always kind of like seeing, <laughs> was it started with the c oh oh, oh it's a, a carnographer carnographer okay yeah and they were nice dudes we talked to them a little bit afterwards they were super nice sick um and then on the final day it was in Kadahi. it's very close to milwaukee um this uh kind of like punk like chaotic youth crew band called big laugh kind of like Milwaukee hardcore stuff was awesome. They were so good. And I've actually, we've played with one of the guys, well, no, a couple of the guys in the band, but I know drew in particular, the vocalist I'm forgetting what his other bands were called, but we, we went through there once with a, we were in a punk band and played with them before. So it was cool to see them again and see their like main band. If I understand it right, big laugh is super good. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to check them all out. 
um yeah for this for this like uh tour like how were how did you guys like like overall the experience i mean it, it seems like you know just road tripping but like like do you guys all share the driving duties or like how do you guys like go about like eating dining and sightseeing and all that right so um yeah sort of uh, as far as driving goes we we just kind of had this big blue van uh that we were lucky enough to find with pretty low miles it used to be just like a church van so it doesn't have a lot of miles on it they would just drive like elderly people to or from church and during the drive, it was mostly Aaron and Christian. Um, so Aaron is the vocalist and guitar player of the band, and Christian's the bass player, and they were the only ones that drove. So um, yeah, it's pretty. It was pretty much just Aaron and Christian, the, the front man and the bass player of the band, that just drove. Um, as far as eating goes, the drives were really long. We didn't have a whole lot of time to to stop and like eat a good meal at a lot of places. So it's pretty much like whatever we can find at a gas station, which uh, Aaron and I are both vegans and everybody else is vegetarian. So sometimes we were just eating chips and like drinking water and <laughs> just getting to the gig. Yeah. Those are long, long drives. I mean, going from like, um, like I know I've, I've done the Albuquerque to Denver drive. It's like eight, seven or eight hours. Yeah. They were, they were all in that ballpark. So we were, we had some late nights and then we were getting up really early. Um, we did eat at a great vegan spot in Denver called city O city. That was really nice. Um, nice. Yeah. Other than that, nothing too crazy. Yeah. yeah. Just like Taco Bell and gas stations. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that's, that's, that's cool. Um, and then, um, Oh, one thing I wanted to mention was like, I was, I was standing pretty close to the stage. So I really got, I, you know, really got to see the whole show and, uh, I was really admiring you guys shirts. Like those are some sick shirts. Oh shit. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I, I checked out all those bands. I think I, there was Demolich, uh, Crematory. Oh, yeah. That's very much like things we're inspired by. Yeah. And then uh, the Stargazer. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I have the tape somewhere. Let me see if I can find the tape. Yeah, yeah, sweet. Yeah, I got the tape right here. Awesome. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I love that album. Hey, yeah. Sorry. My Wi-Fi is sketchy, but, um, Oh, it's all good, man. Yeah. I was just short, like talking, we we're just talking about the stargazer. Yeah. I'm stoked to see you have that. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, you know, I follow uh, a lot of the labels and I, I follow uh nuclear war now and really I bought it just based off the album, the album artwork. I didn't, yeah. I did nothing of the band. It's amazing. Yeah. I love that art. Yeah. And yeah, no, it's just cool. It's like kind of trippy, like technical death metal. Yeah. That band, um, they've been around for a long time too. They have a, like a few really great albums. Um, yeah. Yeah. Love them. Yeah. And they, I'm, I'm guessing that's like a fretless bass, you know, how's that? Like, oh yeah. Like that, for sure. The death symbolic kind of uh -huh. vibe. Yeah. Uh, 
That's the sound. Yeah, no, I love that. And um, their bass player also played on uh, Blood Incantation Star Spawn. That's like, I was listening to a podcast that the guitar player did where he was talking about like Star Spawn took a long time because they like, they didn't have a bass player at the time. And they like sent it over to Australia and we're like waiting for him to put down his like fretless bass tracks on it. So that's pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's, it's such a good album. Um, yeah. One of my favorites. Yeah. One of the best of the, of the year. Um, I was going to ask, I'm I'm guessing you guys collect a lot of like metal shirts, but, um, Mm. like, uh, how do you guys like, uh, or what would you say is like, or what would you define like a really good metal shirt? Oh yeah. Um, I'd say just something really like captivating. I'm, I'm really not somebody who is impressed by the super gory or like sexual, like metal stuff. I, I honestly kind of hate that stuff. It's kind of, uh, it's off putting to me, but I, I really like when something can be, uh, extreme without those elements, you know? So just something like really crazy looking and just, uh, exciting, like, like the logo, you could tell like what band it is. Not to say it has to be like, you can tell like what band shirt it is. And yeah, I'm just also a sucker for like, the printed long sleeves they're just always so cool <laughs> yeah yeah uh, I'm, I'm i'm really like a big fan of like if they have like the, the band photo on the back of the shirt for some oh reason, yeah I'm like, I'm like fuck yeah that's sick yeah agreed no that that shit's so cool i'm glad that we have finally done that <laughs> it's definitely something that we like also love when bands do that so yeah. we just have the one shirt with that on it and yeah like how it turned out. Yeah, no, um, I think maybe it's just like I go to a lot of like concerts and then, you know, it's a lot of just standing around and um, yeah. I'm always like looking at other people's shirts and if I see a shirt yeah, that really catches my eye, I'll, I'll totally walk up to that person and be like, well, you know, uh, you know, just admire their shirt and just see if we can just talk yeah. about, you know, or you know, just, you know, just like bond over like a metal shirt. Yeah, totally. And they're, yeah, I mean they're they're easy to bond over. I mean some of it's really there's there's so many great artists that all over the world like participate in this kind of underground death metal scene. Like, yeah, it's it's just really cool to see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I mean I I'm guilty of like buying this shirt and then just like putting it away in the closet. And the only time I really get to wear it is if I go to a shirt a show like. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Or on the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite shirts, uh, sorry. One of my favorite shirts is the, the, you know, the Riddick, uh, Marco, I think his name's Marco. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mark Riddick. Yeah. His album or his artwork, um, are always my favorites. He's got like the best artwork. Oh yeah. He's yeah. He's a, he's an icon in the death metal scene for very good reason. He's like, the best. Yeah, yeah, please. Um, yeah, this one. I mean, it's it's kind of like a. I don't know if you can see it. Hey. Yo. 
Yeah, I couldn't handle the Mark Riddick shirt. <laughs> yeah, I know. Will we do, we'll do it again? Oh shoot! Yeah, yeah, no, that's a sick shirt. Yeah, I, I had I had to hunt it down. Um, I actually had to order it online, like because the the tour was in 2012. I went to the show, but I didn't have enough money to get the shirt. But then um, I was oh, like, sure, yeah. yeah, I was scouring like a Facebook group uh, for, for metal merch. And I saw that one and I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I found it. And then, sure. yeah, it was finally in my possession. So um, fully interrupted. But um, I was going to ask, uh, speaking of that um, Riddick art, you guys had the Crick Fest and the, with the Riddick art. Um, yeah. How did that Crick Fest go, uh, uh, the live set, how did that come about? Yeah, so pretty much um, Ken just reached out to us and was like, hey, would you guys be interested in doing this? This is the timeline I would need it by this date. And it, it wasn't like too crazy. And I think one of the bands needed it like pushed back. So we were like, oh, yeah, totally. Let's do it. Um, we were stoked about it. Um, and we were fortunate to, to know some good friends in the area. So Sam Clays is a guy, uh, from, well, he lives in Moorhead, Minnesota, which is, if you've ever been to Fargo, it's literally just like a couple minutes from Fargo. It's just over the river. Um, so we've known him for years and he's an amazing videographer, photographer. He's done like some promo shots for us. Uh, like the prosthetic release shot was his photo. Uh, so we just hit him up and we were like, Hey, do you want to record us at the aquarium? Which, uh, the aquarium is where it took place. It's a venue in downtown Fargo above a bar called Dempsey's. And that's kind of like our stomping ground. That's where we would usually play shows when we were like regularly playing shows. So it was nice to be back in that room and even playing to, an empty room was pretty fun. Um, yeah. Oh, it was awesome. I, I think I watched it the, the night of the premiere. It was like, uh, I want to say like the Memorial day weekend. It was, uh, awesome. yeah, it was, out. It was, it was sick. Um, Hey, thanks for checking it out. That's awesome. Yeah. My only regret is I didn't, I didn't get the shirt. Uh, I totally oh, like, no. got on it and I'm like, I was like, Oh yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get it. And then like, I, like got busy with the work and then totally forgot about it. But, yeah, those turned out really cool. Uh, Ken was just like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm going to make some shirts. I think I'll ask my buddy Mark Riddick to do it. And we're like, holy shit, Mark Riddick's going to do the shirt? Okay, <laughs> cool. Yeah, the long sleeve is is uh, amazing. It's got, like, the, the band logos on the sleeve. Yeah. Oh, man, it's so cool. I, I just – I got the T-shirt because um, I just already have a million long sleeves. So <laughs> – I should have gotten the long sleeve too, though. Honestly, it turned out turned out great. Yeah, no, those are cool. Um, still kicking myself for not getting it, but um, yeah, maybe someone will toss one up on <laughs> Deep Pop or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I was also gonna, you know, just mention that you guys joined Prosthetic Records. That's amazing. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. How, how did you get uh, the attention of Prosthetic? So. Honestly, I'm not, I'm not really sure. It just kind of timed out well. We were, we were finishing up writing and, and we were 
about to start booking out time to record it. And we were thinking like, huh, what, what's the game plan with this? Like, where do we want, do we want to like shop it around and check out our options? And then just kind of out of the blue, like Steve from prosthetic records hit us up and was like, Hey, what are you guys up to? We're interested. Blah. And we were like, Oh wow. We just finished writing an album. Like let's do it. <laughs> So it just kind of timed out perfectly. Um, yeah. That's so cool. Uh, yeah, they got such a good uh, lineup of bands now. Like, I feel like the last totally. two years, they've just been stacking like a lot of American death metal bands. Yeah, I know that they they very much, like, in the past, too, have had, like, some really killer bands on the label. Um, so I haven't been familiar with what their lineup has been for years, other than, like, Undeath, and now like Mulder, like just so cool. Yeah. Like be a part of that. Yeah. That's yeah. exciting. I definitely want to play with Undeath. We um before COVID shutdowns, we had a little run booked with them that we ended up having to cancel, which would have been fucking sick. Oh yeah, dude, they're they're awesome. I feel like they're one of the bands that just kind of blew up on the internet, like a lot of people just, you know, like gravitated toward them. And then yeah. like, when they, when they put out their album, it just like immediately sold out and the demand for them is so high now. It's, it's totally amazing. And it's another one of those bands where it's like, I, I'm not even into like thrashy music, but the riffs are so catchy and the vocals are super sick. The drumming is super sick. Like they're just really solid and they just clearly work very hard at it. And yeah, over such a short period, they've had a lot of releases and they're just consistently like writing killer music that that band is going places. Yeah. I, I feel like they really, um, use the early like cannibal corpse and early morbid angel totally and just give it like a modern like a modern edge so um, yeah yeah really down with ones, then. and then um oh one thing i like on prosthetic is uh i don't know if you heard of Wormwitch. they're more of a, like black metal um actually yeah you know i haven't listened to that news thing but i I'm pretty sure I saw them. I think they came to Fargo and they were very sick. If it's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. like, a, they got like a rock and roll kind of like style. Like it's, it's not like, you know, like trippy, like sure. cabin in the woods, like black metal. It's more like, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's more like kind of like a punky, like rock and roll. Cool. Like with the like rockers. Some, yeah. With like some, uh, tremolo, like black metal riffs. So, Sweet. Yeah, it's I'll cool. definitely have to listen to the new album. Yeah. And then, um, so we guys, when you, uh, you guys just finished your new album, um, is there, uh, like, you know, what can listeners expect from the new album? Sure. Yeah. Um, I would say it will be our most extreme release yet. And, what I mean by that isn't just like the heavy side of things, but also like the lighter moments and the like melodic moments. All of us really love like cynic for instance, and like death and just a lot of the finished stuff too, where it's like it's heavy and it's death metal, but it's, 
it's not just driven by like low chuggy riffs it's like driven by the melodies in the song so we are we've been kind of coming into our own sound and figuring out how to write like that so i yeah i think it's our most yeah just extreme sound yet i'm really excited about it and yeah. can't wait to put it out yeah yeah uh, you know when you guys played live uh, one thing I, I really liked was that um you know before the first song there was that like kind of like a sci-fi like almost like uh i don't know kind of like a almost like it sounded like something out of a movie soundtrack um yeah does that yeah. ever come back with you with the new album totally um yeah there will be some synthy soundtrack stuff on there nice yeah, yeah. We, we all really like um, soundtracks and like kind of like 70s like prog music so yeah there will there'll be some fun things like that nice yeah i mean uh i this is this isn't um something that you know does but one thing i, I always enjoy is like when bands like pull uh, movie clips and then they oh sure like um i want to say um shoot i forget um there's this band um they wrote the whole album based on the movie falling down with michael douglas oh and, yeah like the beginning of every song is like a, a song clip oh no uh, a sound clip from the movie falling down and then oh my god yeah um they're on they're on the maggot stomp label um Oh, maybe I'd be familiar then. It's, I think, denunciation, I think. Mm. I think, like, the, the album cover is, like, a bag full of guns. You know, like, in the movie, like, Michael Douglas is carrying, like, a, like a duffel bag full of guns. Um, it's, it's really funny, really cool. I'll have, I'll have to look that up. Oh, funny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, um, no, that's cool. I'm like, um, what's the timeline for the new album to come out? Yeah, so nothing super exact yet. We we did uh, finish recording it at the beginning of August. We finished it, and we've heard like nearly finished mixes of it already. Um, it's looking like it will most likely be like April twenty twenty two. Uh, I don't understand a lot of what goes on in the vinyl world, but apparently there is a big thing going on and vinyl just takes forever to get these days. So something with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, oh, and then kind of going back to the album, um, like, uh, I guess lyrically and visually, um, can you share any of that? Like, uh, kind of what, you know, lyrically the album or the if there's concept or if there's anything visually that it's going to stand out oh yeah absolutely um yeah we so aaron and i uh Lucas and i we both write lyrics for the band and we kind of like trade off releases so this this album is all written by me and the following album will all be him um 
in the past we've written a lot about like kind of Lovecrafty and like otherworldly stuff, but I kind of wanted to get away from that with this album and focus more on like reality. Uh, so it's all about kind of stuff I'm really interested in, like mostly like French existentialist philosophy stuff. And it's really just about the human experience and yeah, you don't have to make up a whole lot. It's horrifying enough. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's definitely as far as now. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, for sure. Uh as far as like the visual stuff goes, we we do have the album art. Um it's done by this really incredible artist in Finland. His name is I'm gonna butcher this, but um I think it's Junis Rasanen. Uh, you can find him on Instagram. His name is Endless Fast. Sorry, Endless Fast Mysterium. Maybe I should double check that and make sure I said it right. Okay. But if you type in Endless Fast, it he's who comes up. Sweet. But he's very cool. Does incredible work. Uh, very organic. A kind of uh, like. Uh, it's not, it's not like horror stuff. It's, it's pretty, but it's dark. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I can't wait for that. And then, um, uh, again, close to the end of the questions, but, um, uh, what, what are some, uh, like music that, uh, people should check out that you've been listening to? Sure. Yeah. Um, I could think of a few right off the top of my head. Uh, within like the death metal realm actually okay i pulled a couple of records before this because i thought this might come up but i've been listening to this one a lot it's oh, nice. uh i think it's pronounced enigmatum yeah yeah the 20 bucks spin uh artist yeah yeah uh, I, i've been i've been uh, good. i've been on the fence of getting it but i think i will definitely get it now Oh, it, yeah, it's, it's incredible. The Omar's incredible. Uh, all the instrumentals, like I love death metal like this. It's very melody driven and like brutal at times, but also very like pretty, uh, it's so good. Uh, other than that, definitely that stargazer psychic secretions. Um, I also really like Esquitrillium. It's like this French one-man band, and it's he did. Uh, I gotta remember how to say this. Dis Requiem for the Serpent Telepath. He just a wild guy. He puts out like beautiful links every year. Nice. And the Suffering Hour. Uh, Oh, I love that. is, that's, that's probably one of my favorites of this year. Yeah. I was just listening to that today while I was driving. I was just listening to it today too. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get enough of it. That's another one where I really like the blend of like the blackened with the death metal and it's so melodic and just, they really have their own sound with the kind of like flangey guitar and the drumming is incredible. Yeah. Um, 
very uh, psychedelic. I thought just uh, yeah, yeah. I I can't get enough of it. I love that record. Yeah. Um, I also listened to the new Death Heaven a little bit. I thought it was oh, yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, I'm, I like it. Yeah. I'm not super invested in like what I want that band to do. So I I like their more black metal stuff, and I like their more lighter stuff. It's it's just nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I dig it. I, um, I got it in the mail the other day and so I was listening to that. Um, and then, uh, oh, going back to suffering hour. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if, uh, I kind of feel like they take influence from like bands like Mastodon. And, um, I don't know if you remember this band, Mars Volta. The Mars oh, Volta. yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. yeah it really reminds yeah. me of like Mars Volta a lot. Oh, yeah. But like death metal. Um, yeah, I love that. I I haven't uh, made that connection, but I think I get what you mean. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's just like sporadic and like you know, like just it, I don't know. It's just all over the place. Yeah, it's it's incredibly well written. Uh, and with that, another one I really like is I don't have the record. It's a uh, Mephitis. Um, the album's called Off Scourings, oh, yeah, and it's yeah. just like it's their four faces. It's yeah yeah it's yeah it's it's the kind of death metal i can just keep talking about forever because it's very melodic and interesting and all over the place very like songwriting is just so good like it just takes you somewhere yeah yeah i got the download on bandcamp but um i, I like Sweet. yeah it's it's cool it's like uh i don't know just like the cover it, like it gives off like a 70s prog like live. Totally. Yeah. I think a lot of people were pretty pissed about the cover. <laughs> oh yeah. It's like a, but like, I think it's cool. It's kind of a power move. Um, yeah. I didn't expect it, but power to them. Yeah. They can do no wrong. That album is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I got this in the mail the other day. I don't know if you've heard of this. Um, the glare might suck. But Dungeon Dungeon Serpent. Oh, I don't think I have heard of that. Tell me yeah. about it. Um, so, you know, I'm a big fan of the uh, Ken's Death Metal Crypt. And, Hell yeah. Um, he had dudes on, I think, from like Desert Wasteland, the uh, record label. Cool. Um, and yeah. they, were, they mentioned this, like the way they described it was like, if you like early, if you like like Amonomarth or Cataclysm from like the 90s, like you'll dig this, which, which is true. It's just like, like 90s style, like melodic, uh, melodic death metal. So, um, big cool. fan of the melodic death metal, um, especially like bands like at the gates and, um, Oh yeah. 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 I like stuff like that too. Yeah. And then, uh, the hooded Oh yeah. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah, I haven't listened to the whole thing, but I, I heard the singles and thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, I'm a big Hooded Menace fan. Like when I started collecting records, the first uh, record I bought was the Effigies of Evil Hooded Menace. Um, it was like 2012. So I got a lot of Hooded Menace, but it's definitely. Um, I think it, not a lot of people like it because just because it, you know, they, they're not playing the like death doom that they're known for. Sure. And it's more like they're. It's kind of like they're adding that like old school heavy metal sound. Um, which I yeah. think I know a lot of people aren't really digging, but I, I like it a lot. I think it's cool. I'm a big fan of like, yeah. uh, you know, Queensryche and 
like scorpions and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Heavy metal is cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, I think that's about it. Um, do you, do you have any, like anyone you want to like recognize or shout out? Um, yeah, well, um, I would, in particular, I just, I have to say again, like big laugh from Milwaukee, uh, just this cool punk hardcore band. I just, I haven't had like that much fun watching a band play in like even years before the shutdown happened. Like I just was so impressed by how they played and what they were doing. Like it was just really fun and really incredible. Uh, other than that, like, yeah, Sam Clay's the guy uh, from Fargo Moorhead area who did our video work and who does amazing photography. He also plays in a band called Compendia, which is a cool kind of like instrumental experimental metal band. Um, I haven't gotten to see them yet just because of, you know, this whole COVID thing, but yeah, excited for those guys. They're all really sweet. Um, and also I see in your background, I see that mall flag. Oh yeah. I got to shout out my boys. Love mall. Yeah. Those dudes are great. Yeah, no, I've been, been a fan of them. Um, actually like I started picking up, I picked up on public first and then, um, I started seeing like mall being mentioned a lot and, you know, especially on show flyers on. Like, cool, yeah. Yeah. I just fell into a world yeah, yeah. of mall and then just been, like, awesome. listening to their music. And then, um, I started following them on like Instagram and then I saw the, the live stream every Monday and I'm just like, yeah, wow. which is such a cool idea. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I love that they do that. And yeah, Garrett, he's, uh, the vocalist is, uh, kind of running that deal. He's such a good dude and really like puts on a lot of other bands too. And like helps other people out. And yeah. I just think that shit's really cool. Yeah, no, it's cool. He's like super like uh, responsive, and you know, he's like in inclusive with all his like uh, um, live streams and. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah, he actually. I talked to him, and we, I did a podcast with him, so it was really cool. Um, Sweet. Yeah, cool guy, and um, definitely a sick band. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've we've known those guys for years, um, and they've just always been just cool, nice guys, and they very consistently like playing shows and putting out music. Yeah. It's sick. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks again for letting me, uh, talk with you. Um, absolutely, man. That was my talk with Vincent from Phobophilic. Thanks again to Vince for taking the time to talk with me. Uh, apologies for the poor audio on my end. I was using the Wi-Fi at a pretty busy time of day. Anyway, be sure to support Phobophilic, follow them on social media, be on the lookout for their new album, hopefully in early 2022. I'm sure that album will sell out fast, so don't miss out. Anyway, that's the end of this podcast. Um, take care, everyone. Be safe. Hit.